0: everyone and welcome to episode 377 of the mtg goldfish podcast i'm seth probably better known as sephron olive and we have the full crew here this week kicking things off with the owner of mtg goldfish richard how are you this fine monday richard hey seth doing well uh one set
1: preview down the commander part still ongoing so we're like halfway through we're halfway through
0: (laughs) we're we're getting there we're getting there yeah today's in tomorrow commander day and then we'll actually have the full set out but we got the full main set on friday so we got a ton of spoilers to talk about oh my goodness so many cards but before we get into that we got another co-host in krim krim how are you today
2: pretty good excited to see all like the full uh base set now uh so yeah
0: Yeah, I mean, the set definitely looks uh, super interesting, and that's going to be our main topic for today. Uh, Not a lot has gone on in the magic world, except for Streets of New Capenna, So we're talking spoilers today and then answering some fish mail. That's kind of the main plan for the podcast. Before we jump into it, a reminder that our show today is brought to you by Card Conduit. And we've been telling you about Card Conduit a great way to sell your magic collection, and their curated shipment service that lets you sell your valuable cards with a reduced service fee for a while now. As long as your cards have a retail value of $2 or more, you can send in as many as you want and still just pay a 5% service fee. And as with all of Card Conduit services, you don't have to store your cards, you don't get to grade your cards, you get to skip over all those super obnoxious hassles and just safely package everything up and ship them out, and you'll even get a detailed report with the results. So you can check out Card Conduit's curated shipment option is a way to buy list cards with fast processing, optimized prices, and the low, low service fee of just 5%. And right now, you can even get another 10% off by going over to CardConduit.com slash MTG Goldfish. CardConduit, they're the easiest way to sell your Magic cards. So thanks to CardConduit for supporting the show. And let's talk Streets of New Penna. And I gotta ask you all, before we actually get into the individual spoiler cards, we've seen the full main set, and I have heard a lot of really mixed opinions on this i've heard some people say this is like Rain 2.0 broken super over the top powerful and then i've heard other people say this is strict saving 2.0 it's really weak it's not very good at all what do you guys think about the overall power level of this set now that we've now that we've seen it how does this compare to the other sets in standard where's the power level at i
2: mean I, okay, I don't think it's Eldraim. Let's not let's not get wild here. But but I do I do it, it being Strixhaven is that bad? I mean, Strixhaven did get good, right? We even had a card banned from it, right? Divide by zero, all of that. So, I don't know. I mean, uh, like Strixhaven maybe wasn't great at launch, but lessons and all of that have become a part of the meta and like have been a mainstay, so like we see iTwitch everywhere. So, Strixhaven I think it's better than Strixhaven, but I don't think it's Eldrain. Yeah, I think okay, it's in the right. middle.
1: It 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 looks better than Strixhaven. Doubt it's Eldrain, but maybe we'll eat our words in a couple of weeks. But like <laughs> Seven card, cards banned
2: on launch week.
1: <laughs> each card has so much text. Surely these cards must be good, right? Like surely <laughs> like they're they're three colored cards with like a ton of text. Like surely there must
0: be something in here that's broken, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean I think it's really hard to evaluate three color sets. I ran into this all spoiler season. Uh, when you have so many three colored cards, it's really hard to like look at the metagame and be like, oh, this card fits in that deck because we haven't had the triomes in these colors. Even if we have three color decks in standard, they're usually not this color pairing for the most part. So a lot of these cards are like creating their own archetypes and I think some of them are going to be strong enough to do it. That's the, the issue I found with these cards like Jet Mirror, like the, uh, the whole cycle of mythic uh, legends. I think many of those cards are strong enough to support a deck, but they don't just have this pre-built home that you can slot them into. So I think that's that's really the question, is which of these color pairings are going to be strong enough to actually compete in standard? And I think some of them will be. So I think that's part of the, the extra layer of confusion with evaluating these cards, is it's just trickier than a normal set, where you see a mono card, you're like, oh, that goes in mono-white, or oh, that goes in mono-green. Uh, but these cards are going to have to make their own archetype, but I think the power levels, uh, like Richard said, in the middle. I don't think it's Eldraine power level, but I would be shocked if we didn't see these cards making a big impact on Standard. Uh, obviously, Commander every set makes a big impact on Commander, and I think some of this stuff's going to be really good for older formats too, like Pioneer and Historic and Modern. So I think anyone who thinks it's like Strixhaven or whatever Dragon's Maze, just like very low powered, I, I think that is definitely wrong. But I also don't think we have any Okos in the Megs. Hopefully, we don't have any Okos in the. Mix. But anyway, let's talk this some is, spoiler cards. We, this is so much better than Dragon's Maze. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> eh, demon, demon's maids. So we got a lot of demons. <laughs> anyway, <Sure. laughs> Anyway, we got we got some interesting spoiler cards that I really want your guys' opinion on. So, Richard, why don't you guide us through some spoilers? All right. So, the full
1: set is out, like we've said. Uh, commander sets are still, or commander cards are still incoming, but you can check them all at mtgpreviews.com. Uh, so first up, we have even the score X blue, 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 instant mythic. This spell costs blue, blue, blue less to cast. If an opponent has drawn four more cards this
2: turn, draw X cards. I I think this is like a pretty good card in Pioneer, right? Anywhere like 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 Phoenix and whatnot is like running rampant because like also on top of that in Pioneer, you have treasure crews and stuff like that. I, I don't know. I mean, I could see this be played in Pioneer. I don't know, like, if it's the best thing ever, but other than that, I mean, it, this is definitely something for Commander, but, but in like 60 card formats, is
0: this the <sighs> truth? I'm so, this card is so tricky to evaluate. So uh, it's like, floor is it's a blue sun zenith essentially that can't target your opponents which is actually a big upside on blue sun zenith a lot of times you do use it to mill your opponent out or whatever but it's a blue sun zenith so triple blue and x i think that's fine like what do you think about playing this fairly crib am i uh, like five years ago, 10 years ago, Blue Sun Zenith, Sphinx's Revelation, these were staples of control style decks. Is there any way you just jam this in like a standard control deck to refill your hand? Or have we moved past the point in Magic's lifespan where cards like this are actually playable if you're not getting that discount? I,
2: if uh, ignoring the discount, I don't know. I don't, I don't think this is good enough. Like I like, was kind of it, thinking
0: that too. That maybe it's not any more good enough. Like maybe you don't play a blue sun zenith or a swings as a revelation to refill your hand anymore.
2: As weird as it sounds, I don't think it does enough, <laughs> and and it, it needs it needs the discount, right? Like, and I, I think the discount is f- like being four or more makes it pretty rough in standard. Um, oh yeah. Uh, I, I think maybe in, like, older formats, like, we're talking, like, where, like, Brainstorm is legal, uh, where or maybe where Treasure Cruise is legal, then sure, I could see that happening. And even then, I don't know how often, but, I mean, it's, gets, it's, like, significantly more likely that you will get the discount. But, yeah, it just being three, like, triple blue X, I don't think that's enough. I think we're long past that time. <laughs> <laughs> like, Blue Sun Zenith was, like,
1: barely playable, right? Sphinx's Revelation gains you life but that was a long time ago like 6 mana draw 3 you can do that for 2 mana nowadays right so why you know why would you pay full value for this so i feel you can't play this fairly you need to abuse it and if your opponent has drawn 4 like like really like this is your answer you're going to try to outdraw them <laughs> after you let them draw more like this seems like you know it's very mediocre when you play it by itself and when you trigger it it's like you're not even in that good of a position. Like, your opponent just popped off, and you hope you can pop off harder, right? So, I I don't know about this.
2: Yeah, you know, I, like I can only imagine, like, like an awkward situation where, yeah, they drew four, and like you, you have, like, two open mana, so it's, like, cool. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, got, got him. You got him. And, like, can you really leave up all your mana in hopes that your opponent draws four cards? That seems like a, a, rough, a rough turn cycle if your opponent doesn't draw four. What are the in odds standard, your opponent seems- draws four into all of your open mana? Like, you gotta think that too, right? (laughs) (laughs) That that said, like... In Legacy, Brainstorm main phase, like during your opponent's turn gets there and Pioneer Treasure Cruise is going to get there because that's sorcery speed. So there are certain cards that do it, but I wonder if it's just too inconsistent. Like, can you put this in your deck in hopes that you run into Phoenix or in hopes that your opponent brainstorms during their turn instead of your turn, which your opponent will often try to brainstorm during your turn if they can and even more so to play around this. So I wonder if it's going to be too inconsistent. In Standard, I think it's... Pretty bad. Like, yeah. I guess maybe Runes might draw four cards, but if <laughs> Runes is drawing four cards, you're probably dead for <laughs> for other reasons. um So it seems very hard to trigger in Standard. What about Commander? In Commander, it doesn't seem that hard to have an opponent draw four cards. Would you run this in your Commander decks?
2: I I could see me. M- no, actually, no. I would still play Sphinx's Rev. <laughs> like the the discount, I don't know. To me, just doesn't. You do have more mana through mana rocks and, like, whatnot in games of Commander, like your average game of Commander, so sure, but, like, Blue Sun shuffles itself, which is relevant, the targeting of it, uh, on top, and then, like, Sphinx's Rev gains you life, I don't know, this still doesn't seem good enough for Commander. (laughs) You can
1: play Gadotig. You can play Pull from Tomorrow. I think the Blue Suns and the Shuffle is super relevant. Like, you shuffle it back. So, I would actually still not play this in Commander unless it was for budget purposes, but... Given that it's a mythic from the latest set, that's very
0: doubtful. (laughs) I used to play those cards way more in Commander. I used to be a huge, like, brain geyser, blue sun zenith. Like, that's what I wanted to be doing. Just like, I'm going to leave all my mana up, and I'm going to dump it all into blue sun zenith, and I'm going to have so many cards. But as I've played Commander more, I've definitely become less excited about that play style for a bunch of reasons. And I would think I would much rather prefer like to play several sign in blood style effects or like cheaper draw two, draw three style effects. It's just so risky to dump all of your mana into one spell because it's so easy for someone to counter it or someone to have like a notion thief or a nurse there's so many ways to get blown out. And when it happens, it's really brutal if you skip your entire turn to try to cast this one spell and it doesn't work out. So I kind of am just off this entire archetype of spells, these big X spells. I kind of wish it was not blue. It would be really cute if you could like play this in your like mono white deck or something just because you can cast it for colorless mana. I think that would make it more more interesting. But as it is, I don't know. I feel like even with the discount, this might just not be a very good card. I mean, I think yeah, the manner like, you play it like for low mana value
1: so like someone brainstorms and then you snap this off as a three mana draw three or they secret rendezvous and you three mana draw three as opposed to someone snaps off sphinx's rev and you use this as a 20 mana draw 20 so I, i would be looking to play it as like a painful truth in mono blue or something like that like a three mana draw three
0: I mean, it does scale well. If you get rid of the blue mana, it does scale like so- sign of blood into painful truths, like draw two for two, three for three, four for four. Like that is pretty efficient. If you get the discount on it And in Commander, I think it will happen. Like there's enough card draw in the format that I think if you wait for your moment, you should be able to pull it off. So yeah. I don't know can play yeah, you just, stage, you just, you know, yeah exactly you just let seth you just let <laughs> Seth. That's, uh, that's why sit at your pod and, and you know <laughs> that's that's the main reason i like this card is now this is my go-to excuse for not paying the one yeah I, mean, I could i could draw into an even the score i want i want you to be drawing all those cards <laughs> all right
1: next up we have meeting of the five three generic then wooberg so one mana of every color sorcery mythic Exile the top 10 cards of your library. You may cast spells with exactly three colors from among them this turn. Add double Wooberg, so white, white, blue, blue, etc. Spend this mana only to cast spells with exactly three colors.
0: Okay, so let's say we were doing the Worst Mythic podcast today rather than a couple of weeks ago. (laughs) would this be on the list i think i would be arguing pretty hard for no. this to be on the list of like the 10 worst mythics of think, all time no, it's just no i don't think it's that slightly bad. above oh, average a, or something it's not that bad no 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 yeah, really? no above
2: yeah. average i think this is exactly average
0: okay I'll, oh, I'll, i think I'll this take is that. like bottom of the barrel bottom, bottom of wait, the barrel how, how is this like I'd one of the worst
2: mythics
0: okay like, so it's it's eight <laughs> mana Right. You gain two mana. It's an eight mana ritual that's plus two. My dark ritual does that for one mana. So the ritual <laughs> part's bad. And then it only adds mana for three colored spells. So even you, you can't cast an ultimatum. Let's say you hit an ultimatum. You need to have extra mana left over. You can't even cast any single ultimatum with just the mana this makes. What's your best case? You hit a couple of charms and you cast two charms. Like, is that worth eight mana? Like, it is really, really hard for me to construct a scenario where I'm going to get eight mana... <laughs> (laughs) eight mana worth of of stuff off of this spell like remember apex of power to me this feels like a way worse apex of power and apex of power definitely did not live up to its name like that card is also like super super bad and this just feels like a way worse version of it
2: i will say that okay for the meeting of the five families and where it is supposed to be flavor wise this is terrible (laughs) <laughs> like, like, uh, like all five, like all just, five families having a friendly breakfast brunch or something. OK, it wasn't a, was a serious is, business discussion.
0: This isn't even kinda, brunch levels of A-Powl. power. Yeah, like,
2: like, <laughs> this is pretty underwhelming for the meeting of the five families. But I will say that, like, yeah, OK, maybe you don't get the full amount of usage, but I do think digging 10 cards and finding three color cards in like a Niv-Mizzet deck is pretty sweet.
0: But Nibmagic cares about two-color cards, <laughs> right? So oh cards? that's true. That's right. It has to be
2: exactly three colors. You're right. So oh, like, what deck, worse. would you put this
0: in? Oh, where, it is worse. where would you? I forgot I <laughs> like like deck deck you could even cast play ultimatums it? with it. But
1: essentially, it's like eight mana, and you look at top ten, and you cast a spell, like a three-color spell from amongst them, or multiples if you're playing cheaper. It's like a dig through time, right? Like, what if you dig through time? Well,
2: two mana the and then you had to cast to be the spells, three like, mana. right there. <laughs> but the cheapest I mean, spell is three siege mana.
0: Right now. Yeah. You can hit a Siege Rhino. That's pretty sweet. Okay. Siege can... Rhino and I don't know, a clone or something? But like probably Got
1: unplayable them. in
0: standard, but I would say it's yeah, yeah Oh yeah, well, oh, yeah not, not played in standard whatsoever. Everywhere else. I would, <laughs> would say you... it's the most terrible mythic. Would player. you put it in a commander deck? Is yeah. a three color themed commander deck? <laughs> I mean, I guess you could build like tricolor ramos or something there probably is a way to build a three color deck but i don't think there is just like there's no niv for three colors they actually said they talked about this card you can like pull up in commander probably an ultimatum i would assume it's probably like about as good as it gets
2: (laughs) but this this set it's meant to play with this set because then you think about all the hybrid mana stuff that's technically three colors
0: it does work well with the the weird hybrid cards. That is true. That is a way to actually be able to cast more stuff with that mana that is nice. And I guess, like, we're starting to see the commander decks. There's a new cycle of, like, three-color confluences, yep. which are kind of powerful. So maybe there's enough pieces to kind of do... I, I still... I, I, I think there's it's enough eight pieces. Mana. It's eight mana. I just want to just cast an ultimatum. Why do I want to cast this and, and <laughs> well, not cast an ultimatum? It's it's ultimatum, ultimatum two. Actually, you actively
2: don't want to hit ultimatums with this. So, like, yeah, like like you yeah. had mentioned, right? Like, you you want to avoid ultimatums. But uh, I, I think that all the cards coming from Capenna is what this is meant for.
0: I feel like this is one of those cards that, like, got changed at the last minute. They mentioned talking about designing it, that their initial attempt was to make, like, three-color Niv, basically. Like, some sort of Niv effect. But they couldn't really crack the three-color Niv <laughs> code. And then they ended up with this, which... Maybe it's one of those cases where it's just like, okay, we got to ship this set. Like, we're getting near the end, whatever. Just like make it a ton of mana. You know, it's not going to hurt anything. But yeah, I I can't imagine playing this card.
1: All right. Uh, Next up, Titan of Industry, a green mythic, four green, green, green. So seven mana value, seven, seven. Creature elemental, reach trample. When it enters the battlefield, choose two. Destroy target artifact or creature. Target player gains five life. Create a 4-4 four, four green rhino warrior creature token. Put a shield counter on a creature you control. Oh, this card's <laughs> so good. It's
0: so good. It's seven mana, so that does keep it in check a little bit. But wow, no matter what you choose with this, you are definitely getting your seven mana worth. Like, I think this is on par with the, the Comas and Jins and the tox rolls. Like, the most powerful, like, top-end creatures we have in standard. I think this is... This is on the list, and you get the value right away. Like, if you make a Rhino, you're making 11 power and toughness. Titan has Reach, so it's shutting down all the dragons. It has Trample, so it's trampling over all the little white creatures people are playing. And then you can gain some life or protect it or blow up a vehicle or blow up a, you know, backside an Edgar or whatever with its ETB triggers. I think this card's, like, incredibly strong.
2: Yeah, I, I think this card is great in, a like, in 60-card formats, right? Uh, especially when you can, like like, at least standard... Is what I'm thinking. In uh, standard, this card definitely has power to it. It's a good reanimation target. It's just a solid body. It's not like green doesn't struggle to get to seven mana easily. So, uh, I don't know. I, I think this is pretty solid in standard. Uh, and then most importantly, okay, again, shield counters stops it from, indes- like for, it essentially stops it from being destroyed. Right. right. But
0: you can still exile it okay cool can still exile it so yeah yeah, like even even if it
2: gets exiled right you you've kind of already gotten value from you get a rhino i guess
1: like you get one other trigger right so even if it gets you get a
2: rhino and then you kind of make them discard a actually and and you know what vanishing verse probably goes down
0: depending on how much of capenna takes over Vanishing Verse goes down in numbers. And this is like a million for one. Like, So you cast this, you get a Rhino, you blow up one of your opponent's artifacts or enchantments, hopefully, and then they have to spend a removal spell on it? I mean, that they, seems like that's like a 3 for 1. Like it is 7 mana. So it's a 7 mana 3 for 1, but still like even in the worst case if they kill it right away, it still is a lot better than like like the Neo Dragons. One of the big problems with the Neo Dragons is like they just get exiled without doing anything and that happens all the time. So they don't really see much play. This is like the opposite. You don't just get a ETB trigger, you get two ETB triggers. So is this worth ramping into? Like is is this good enough to end the game? I uh, that's what I'm thinking right now. Like that is uh, this is, I think, for me, the the premium ramp target. I mean, like, cool good, whoa, 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 yeah. but it's a little slow. It's a, it's a little slow. Like, if it sticks around, it's going to build up. Holebreaker Horror is good, but you really need to cast other spells with it. This just comes down and, like, does its thing right away. So I, I don't know. I, I mean, I'm definitely, maybe I'm overrating the ETB triggers because I just love ETB cards, but I think this is at least on par with those cards is a thing to ramp into. I think I think it
2: is a good card, a, a pretty powerful card. But I mean, if you're looking for ramp targets and like, I mean, reanimation targets, Lord Xander, legitimately Lord Xander. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm oh, I am, no. I am not oh, joking. No. We were having a serious oh, discussion. No. Oh, okay. No. <laughs> okay. Lord hold Xander. on. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> wait, In- wait, wait. No, 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 no. Seriously. Right. Like, think about it. Blue, black and red will have all of the, the tools to like, reanimate you've got tainted indulgence right like this card's the truth if you're looking for a reanimation target and it's also okay. seven
0: mana okay Wait, so you would actually rather reanimate really over this is that actually true or are you just memeing because you I'm, love I'm, lord xander I'm, I'm
2: not memeing i think okay wow. I, I think I, I think these are both like good reanimation targets obviously and i do think titan of power is up as well our titan of industry is very good but in, in the, the specifically just the context of reanimation and standard, the package around Grixis reanimator is probably better.
0: That's that's true. That's true. That's the Grixis is better reanimation colors than green. That is true. Although well, I, just green I would say rampant. if I <laughs> if if I had to choose between either one of those creatures entering the battlefield, I think I would just pick Titan Industry. Like, over Lord Xander, just as far as like what they do when they come into play. And plus, like, Titan Industry Reach and Trample and all these other abilities that Lord Xander doesn't have. Yeah. But what but, about, Commander? but I mean, how
2: how else are like, you know, it's not, Lord Xander's not getting like exiled by Vanishing Verse.
0: <laughs> so, that's, okay. so, okay, so, you know, true. the route
2: they're going to go is going to be a destroy effect, which means they're also going to sack half the non land permanents. Of
0: course, they probably keep the best thing they have, but hey they just help you out they sack all their eye twitches and shambling gas they keep they keep their lulls and things that can kill you and then they send you a thank you note for resolving a Lord xander maybe Um, maybe
2: i don't know know, we'll see i i I, okay i do i do think that the ramp like if you want to ramp into something i think titan of industry is pretty good if you want to reanimate
0: something i think the package around grixis is better what do you think about Commander? I think I will definitely play this in like Panormonicon decks, um, Yorok, Blink style decks where you can keep reusing it. Is this good enough to run in a generic sense? Like you're just like a bane deck? Yeah.
2: I, I, I don't I don't know about just like a, a bane, but I definitely fully agree in a Yarok and a a Bant Blink deck or whatever. Yeah. Generic beater. I
1: mean, I think it'll be decent no matter what deck you put it in. Are you excited to like 7-7, seven, seven, kill two artifacts with, you know, that's the only thing. It's like, it's okay. So I think it's like a Meh. decent generic beater, but I don't know. How many, how many is- slots do you have generic beaters in your green deck, right? You're like vein of Progress, Avenger, Zendikar. Like, do you have room for this? Depends. So if you have one, I think you put in your deck. Would you go buy one to put in your deck? Not sure about that. All right. Uh Next up, we have Riveteer's Ascendancy, Jund... Black, red, green, three mana value, enchantment at rare. Whenever you sacrifice a creature, you may return, target creature card with lesser mana value from your graveyard to the battlefield. Tapped. Do this only once each
0: turn. Uh so Richard, this is here for one reason. Um is this going in Jund? Everyone wants to know. Are you gonna play this in Modern Jund? Can you even I sack mean, anything in Modern Jund? Yeah, yeah. Liliana <laughs> yourself? Like what? Liliana <laughs> yourself. Got him. Croakza, yeah, Croakza. Croaksa. works. But then you're returning what? A one monkey. drop? Monkey <laughs> Yeah, getting back, getting back the monkey. So you wait till turn
1: three and Monkey you... DRC?
0: <laughs> uh... Alright, maybe maybe it's not actually a very good. Not actually a very good junk card. Do you think this card's any good though? What do you what do you think about this card? It does have a lot of restrictions. Once per turn, tapped. But I mean you also get something back from your graveyard for free. Eh? I
2: I I, okay. I actually think this card is like pretty decent. <laughs> um, I think it's a su- I I don't know about like standard. I think it kind of sucks in standard, but <laughs> uh and I, I think it sucks in standard, I think it sucks in historic, but then you start looking at like pioneer uh and then you start looking at like like modern jund. I mean, yeah, you wait till turn 3, which is like a little awkward, but you know, what this is where you're uh little ignoble hierarch comes in right and and like jun jun shadow and whatnot you like i i don't know i think that you could try to make a play for this in modern i don't know how good it is
0: i i think it's like pretty I, i think it's like decent I'm really, I'm actually kind of hyped for this card in Modern. I don't think it just goes in traditional Jund, but it works super well with the evoke elementals, like Fury, Grief, Endurance. Like, it pitches to all of them, but then also they're like right on curve with each other, so you can like evoke a Grief and get back an Endurance. Invoke a Fury, get back a Grief. Invoke a Shriek Maw, get back a Grief. Like So I'm actually very interested in the possibility of some sort of like evoke Jund list that doesn't focus on the traditional Jund stuff, but is like really built around the evoke Elementals, and we've seen decks like that, like the Turn 1 Grief, you know, get it back, Double Thought Sees You. We've seen that style of play be really strong, so I actually think this card could make its own archetype in Modern, or like, a new take on the evoke Elemental archetype in Modern. Yeah,
2: I like it. I I like that a lot, and I mean, it, it it just, I don't know, it seems like it's got some play. That sounds way too fair. I, like, <laughs> I, I don't know, man,
1: but people are abusing Evoke Elementals. Like, you're probably like dead on the spot. This is too grinding <laughs> incremental,
2: so I don't i don't but mind. But it's the Jund way. We're, no. we're in a
0: modern where a, a deck full of free spells is considered too fair. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do think it's like strong in Commander, where
1: you have four players so you know you can do this once each turn so you can do it on every other person's turn and you can like kind of like reverse birthing pod your way down like you can sack a four drop get a three drop sack the three drop get a two drop and you know all the way back down around so i think it has merit in commander 60 card formats i'd be surprised like it needs to be a degenerate i win on the spot combo like I, i don't know that evoking elementals for value is what's going to get there but if you can somehow like combo this into a victory the, the turn you slap it down then maybe i could see that in sack decks and
0: commander that does seem sweet and taking advantage of the fact it triggers each turn does seem like one of the easiest ways to really power it up and you have so many good free sac outlets in commander you got all your ash nods alters and you know whatever woe striders and stuff so it seems pretty easy to make that work in a sack deck all
1: right next up my favorite card from the set Corpse Explosion. I don't know why we haven't had this card ever made. (laughs) One black and a red sorcery at rare. As an additional cost to cast the spell, exile a creature card from your graveyard. Corpse Explosion deals damage equal to the exiled card's power to each creature and each
0: planeswalker. This card's busted, right? Like, this is busted. Wait a minute. I mean, uh, this card's really good, isn't it? Or no?
2: Okay.
0: I I, no. I I I have this on like all my top ten lists all the way back to modern are like, command, what are we talking about here? <laughs> no, sixty card format. Sixty card format. Sixty card, 60 card? This I, has I a, think a, it's a three mana conditional good. sweeper? What? <laughs> I it, I mean, three man is super cheap. You like, like get your Death Shadow in the graveyard. You whatever, Cyclist Street Wraith, and then you Wrath the board against Aggro. You get your Kroxa, puts itself in the graveyard. Next turn, you six them and Wrath the board. Like you don't want to exile your
2: own Kroxa, though. <laughs> oh yeah, <Right? laughs> I mean, if yeah, I get you to have Wrath to the board, I'll close take explosion. it. <laughs> okay i i i do think corpse explosion I, has play in modern but i don't think it's good anywhere
0: else oh, and what yeah. about like historic you have faithless looting and like pitch your whatever big reanimation target and then get them but <laughs> i want my big reanimation like, uh, target Angry of the gods or something like is this not enough
1: like do, do we need to jump through hoops for our sweepers to
2: reduce like one mana value <laughs> off of them like i'm confused
1: <laughs> I, okay.
2: I i think this is good in in, in modern like it had it could be played in modern sure um there's 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 a lot you can do you there's a lot you can exile you can like hit your own goif to like sweep the board or something sure i actually i'm not even I sure how works you yard. don't
1: even play that <laughs> like why would you more what mana. i, 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 I put the effort nation. of stalking your graveyard to like desperately <laughs> three band of value like you, you do need this because you spent your whole, like, first two turns stocking your graveyard so that you can rip
2: this off on turn three, right? Like That's not hard in, in, in modern, yeah. by the way. Just saying. You, you can just play, uh, maybe. just play real sweepers.
0: <laughs> Am I overrating? Maybe I'm overrating this card. I was, like, super high on this, but maybe maybe I'm the one that's overrating it. I, do. I will say the one thing that gives me a little bit of worry is... The stupid dragon one that no one plays in standard. I, I can't remember the name the, of it. kind of intervention? Or something. Like, it seems like th- that is four mana. But it essentially does the same thing. And you can, like, pitch magma opuses and cards like that. And still, no one plays no one plays it. But this is one less mana. So, I don't know. The color. seems kind of easy to Low get something big in the graveyard. You can sweep the board on turn three without any
1: investment, right? But here, you have to set it up right like they're they're white weeding you to death are like oh my god i need to sweep but you know they they have a four four so your anger of the gods doesn't get there right so you're like oh no i'm screwed right this is like so conditional like the best case is turn five you corpse explosion and follow up with a goif right <laughs> like you get the tempo play right like is that really good yeah well,
0: turn four maybe. corpse
2: explosion ragavan like there we go What's the winning line In- you know, in, in modern, that could be, uh, that could be like helpful because you, let's be honest here. I mean, you can pick off like maybe Ren and Six or whatever, like planeswalkers with it, right? That's, that's the difference here. So you yeah, can like kind of clean sweep the board. Um, obviously it comes down to how popular we're gonna, like planeswalkers are gonna be, right? Like, so like Jund has planeswalkers, right? And, and it's nice to know you can pick Like people are dusting off their Liliana's again. So, so like, yeah, like this, that's the way to go. But, like, if there's not a lot of Planeswalkers, then this is kind of just worse. Because <laughs> you're not killing a murkside region with this, right? Uh, a- any other three-mana sweeper already dunked burn. Um, and, I mean, you're probably dead against Amulet Titan. So, <laughs> I-, I-, I think this is only good if we're looking at a fair meta where tons of Planeswalkers plus creatures are back. So, like, a Bant Snowblade deck or something and that and that's I'm, and that's somewhere that's something that exists in modern
0: i mean i think it's got pioneer potential too i'm also hyped for it there like azuria's controls really popular and this is a sweep yeah, that's never not dead there.
2: The zorius control. <laughs> the zorius control. It's like like twelve counterspells. <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean that's true of everything though. They can just counter anything you do. But I feel like I don't know. What about standard? Can it show up in standard? No. You just like <laughs> blood token, blood token, discard something big. Use this sweep the board. Got him. I, I think it's it rid the, of like eight. Getting rid of bigger stuff does matter, though. Like, you got evening that's for toughness, and anger's not going to hit. Even modern, you got, like, dry to the ill syndrome. So I think that scaling is, like, somewhat important.
2: It's nice that it gets (laughs) around Redain, but other than that, like, my problem here is that it's not as easy to load your yard up in standard as it is in modern. Maybe that's the true. discussion for like Pioneer and, and maybe Tainted Indulgence changes that, right? But even then, that's so then you're like Grixis. And so, yeah, you'd have Tainted Indulgence, but you are probably then playing Vampires or some kind of uh, sacrifice deck. So I don't know how much you want to sweep your own board. Yeah, I'm going
1: mm. to call what this. What about as Commander? Much as, like, actually, just stone cold unplayable. <laughs> like, oh, oh no. Like, oh no. If you are a discard deck and you're trying to discard fatties into the graveyard, you don't want to exile them, right? And then if you discard, like, useless cards, then this thing is also useless, right? You discard your zero drop. Let's say you chump block, you know, that's also useless. You can't even exile that creature. So, like, if you put Lord Xander in your deck for your reanimation deck and you spent the effort of putting him in your graveyard, will you be pleased to corpse explosion him away, right? I would say no.
0: So, I would say this is still unplayable, actually. It's better than dying. In die, standard. Though. It's in- better than dying. You don't want to exile your Lord Xander, but if your choice is, you know, exile Lord Xander and live, or just get beaten down by White Weenie stuff and die. Just do we not massacre. have any it's other still- sweeper in these just colors? Meat Hook
2: Massacre. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: Ah, oh, that's so much mana, though. I guess six mana to kill a four toughness creature—that's double. now you
2: have whack and ray of enfeeblement, so like just just run more spot removal. <laughs> uh,
0: is there combo commander? What about here? commander? Yeah, is
1: there is there a combo we can do if we? I don't know, it's I like don't the so, Boros though. Reckoner type combos. <laughs>
2: like, I'm just I, the
0: problem I, is you're... You're capped by the power of the creature in the graveyard. So what's the biggest thing you can get? Like a Phyrexian Dreadnought or something, and you're dealing 12? Maybe you can get a Death Shadow up to 13 or something. I don't think there's a way to really scale it past that, though. Like, that's that's kind of the issue. So I don't think there's a way to actually combo with it, because I don't know how to grow a creature in my graveyard. I don't think it's really possible (laughs) to, like, pump a creature in my graveyard.
1: Oh, oh, like a White of Precinct 6. You just, like, mill your entire deck. Then you okay. Corpse explosion the white, and then you wrath them. Yeah.
0: Oh, well, and then so you have the like best stuffy. Now. Okay, we we're, talk, stuffy we're talking we're about, about, okay.
2: about too many hoops. Okay. You just found more I'm, hoops to add <laughs> to it, right? So, like, I like it. I like it. Okay, I,
0: okay. I just want you know, to chain
1: react so we can like recreate Diablo here, where you can just run around and corpse explosion <laughs> <laughs> corpses, they <you> just like <laughs> blow up the whole screen and <laughs> lag your arena down to five <laughs> FPS. this is what we need. <laughs> <laughs> all right yeah next no, okay up, giada font of hope one and a white two mana value legendary creature angel at rare two two flying vigilance each other angel you control with uh enters the battlefield with an additional plus one plus one counter on it for each angel you already control tap add a white mana spend this mana only to cast an angel spell
0: we went in depth on this card in relation to commander on an upcoming commander clash podcast so what i'm really curious about is 60 card formats Krim. can this show up in like Historic pioneer. This, this is
2: only showing up in historic, right? Because I think we we've discussed this before. There are many people who believe that this is good in Soul Sisters applies to like every white card. I'm not going to mention any names, <laughs> right, Seth? Like, but, but <laughs> I, I appreciate you not mentioning <laughs> yeah, names. I don't want to <laughs> put anyone on blast, but <laughs> I I do actually think this could be better in Soul Sisters in uh, Historic. Well, more so just because the Everyone, no matter how unplayable it is, they love their angel deck, right? They love like, you know, the the bishop dude, and then they want to curve into like righteous Valkyrie uh and, and all of that. It, it, that's
0: the only format I think is showing up in that 60 cards. So I think historic for sure, because people do love that angel <laughs> they do love that angel life gain deck. People always play it. If, there was a time when it was actually legit good, too. It's been a while since it was like Top Mm. tier? I think it's like tier two or tier three now, but it is like a pretty legit deck, and this does work really well in it. There is a deck like that in Pioneer too, though. It hasn't really taken off to be top tier either, but there is like essentially the same style of deck: righteous Valkyries and Resplendent Angels and so forth and Coco into play. I think if you're playing that strategy, this is just like it's good. It's a it's a good two drop. I don't know if you play the full four copies because it's legendary, but. I feel like this is one of the angels I want most on turn two.
2: I mean, the fact that it is angel is relevant, right? That type. Uh, cause then you'll be able to trigger your bishop with it and all of that too. So, but like other than that, <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I don't think the
0: pioneer version, oddly enough, is, is that good. <laughs> Could we see standard angels? Like there's a lot of angel pieces. I almost feel like wizards thought we'd have a competitive angel deck at this point, but instead, like righteous Valkyrie is usually clerics or just like random life gain stuff. We do have pieces, though. There's like random angel sagas. There's a bunch of, you know, Angel of Suffering. So there's like pieces to build black white angels. There's a youthful Valkyrie still in standard. Like that's another good two drop. I don't know if it'd be good. You still just get farewell or whatever, but it seems like an okay mid-range deck.
2: It just, the the, the problem with that Angel deck, right? Like, w- will I make an Angel deck uh, when Capenna comes out for funsies? Yes. Will it be good? Probably not. Just because, why would I do this when I could just be Mono White? <laughs> Every Angel yeah. is rare, right? So, when Mono White takes like a million rare wild cards... I, I think I'm going to probably choose the deck that's going to be more efficient, right? Unless I just really want to play an angel deck and lose a lot.
0: <laughs> commander great though, right?
2: In commander it has its, it's definitely it's got way more applications there, right? But but in 60 card formats, I just don't think this is that great. What do you think,
0: Richard? Get all
1: the standard angels of <laughs> like is this is this worth? It's <laughs> It's actually pretty mediocre. Like, if you just strip all the text off this card for a second, right? Like, it's just a mana dork. And, like, your angel comes with a plus one, plus one counter on it. Like, it's not that crazy to, like, play all these bad angels in your deck, right? Like, if you play a bunch of bad angels in your deck, you don't suddenly win because of this card. So, the deck needs to be really strong, and this would put it over the top. So, given that we don't have an angel deck currently, I don't think that's possible. But, like, I guess... You cast. You do have that four
2: mana angel. They're bigger. Yeah, yeah. Legion
0: angel is that
1: worth? Like I don't know, right? So you wrap it on turn three. You get a five four angel. Well,
2: you have the black angel too, the one with haste and like boast. The mythic.
0: (laughs) Oh oh, 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 Jesus! Haste and boast. Oh wait, (laughs) hey, hey, that's a that's
2: a from uh from. Caltime.
0: So the myth- oh oh oh. It doesn't. I don't think it has haste. Oh, Eradicator does it not have Valkyrie, haste? Flying Lifelink, hexproof from Planeswalkers. And uh, each Opponent sacks a creature. boast you sack a creature. Each opponent sacks. So not haste, but it does have a lot of text.
2: I mean, it becomes a five four right on 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 turn yeah. three. Like maybe like there's enough four drop angels right? Legion Angel. Uh, although it's awkward because Legion Angel, you don't actually run that many copies in the main deck.
0: <laughs> oh, man, Ooh, so. It doesn't get got by Wandering Emperor, which is cute. Yeah. With Eradicator Valkyrie, Hexproof from Planeswalkers actually might do something for once. Yeah, like people, people
2: might have slept on that card, but like, you know, this, this could, this that card could finally maybe get some play.
0: I think I'm selling myself on standard angels. I still don't think (laughs) they'll be like super good, but I think you can build like a a semi-competitive angel deck. I think there's enough pieces that like, if you want to, I think you could win some, you could win some matches with it. There,
2: like people have forgotten because Kaldheim has kind of fallen under the radar outside of like Goldspan Dragon, but there's actually a lot of angels in there. And they're relatively cheap, right? We still have, like, Resplendent Marshall, uh and stuff like that. Yeah. Although, don't be confused with Redain because she's not an angel. <laughs> she's, they're, they're just a god. So, like, and you, you, we still have Glorious Protector, which actually plays poorly in an angel deck. So, never mind. Don't play that. <laughs> but, yeah, like, Righteous Valkyrie, the four-drop thing, uh Resplendent Marshall. There, there's a lot of angels. And, like, yeah, like, the Valkyrie that you had mentioned, the two-drop. So, there are cheap angels It'll be cool. I will concede to you that you
1: can build a curve, a mana curve yeah, standard yeah. with angels. Yes, that is possible.
2: But dude, you, like, you know how hard it is to like, like meatball massacre an angel deck. They're t- they're like thick, dude. Their their toughness is like <laughs> off the charts.
0: <laughs> so That's like, true. you're like gonna That's have to true. spend like
2: six mana
0: to, to sweep their board <laughs> and pray that their Valkyrie hasn't popped off by then. See that's that's why you gotta play that Rakdos corpse explosion thing. That's how you that's how you deal <laughs> yeah. with the angel deck in the new in the new meta. <laughs> it's a safety valve to keep <laughs> angels from being too good. <laughs> okay, I'll concede there. Yeah, sure. Okay, maybe. <laughs> if you can
1: figure out how to load your yard up. Alright. Next up we have Ginny Faye, Jetmere's second. Uh red, green hybrid, green, green, white hybrid. So three mana value. 3-3 uh, three, three legendary creature elf druid at rare. If you would create one or more tokens, you may instead create that many 2-2 two, two green cat creature tokens with haste or that many 3-1 green dog creature tokens with vigilance. I, I'm starting
0: Such to... Such th- a cool card.
2: Yeah. Like, this is a cool card. and I'm I'm thinking there's actually a lot here for Naya tokens. And I if the Naya tokens deck, like, takes off or whatever, this has got to be a part of it, right?
0: Yeah, and and no, it doesn't say creature tokens. Right. So this can turn your treasures or blood or whatever, and those are pretty easy to make. People are always got a million blood tokens. We got a million new treasure cards. It
2: is awkward like though. Naya be, colors to make blood tokens. Yeah, because that's black. You can make treasures.
1: Like a how about a a dockside and then, oh oops, that's like
0: fifty hasty damage coming at you. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, dockside kills just wins. It kills the entire table. It seems like I think this is gonna be one of the most popular commanders from the set. I think there's a chance that is he's playing a token deck in standard, but in commander like people love cats and dogs they just love them it's they're way more popular than they should be because people just like the creature type and people love tokens and they love these weird shenanigans i think this is just like home run one of the most popular commanders from the set i expect
2: yeah i think it'll be fun to see this one in commander for sure uh but but like in 60 card formats i i think this is also played there if there if the naya tokens deck takes off yeah and and on arena like when you go back to historic you already have like what heroic reinforcements and all that stuff so this yeah. just like curves right into that
0: <laughs> oh and you got bootlegger stash yeah <laughs> all your lands have just like tap make a cat or a dog that's that's kind of cute this card might be good
2: I, I I think it's actually like playable uh like so I, I think it's pretty good uh standard definitely historic de- uh well I mean standard depends on tokens taking off historic yeah i think it could get played and commander definitely
1: i I would say this card is broken they shouldn't print it like they 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 took something fundamental and messed with it like when you make tokens they're supposed to be like dorky and cheap like based on how much mana you spent on them and this giving them haste or vigilance like kind of really breaks it right like like we said dockside extortionist you just win, right? Or like smothering tide, like it's like unstoppable, and like it's not even creature tokens. So like, Avenger of Zendikar comes down, you win again, right? So it's actually weird to me that you know it's it's just like choose an instant you you uh, you control the next time it deals damage, it deals twenty damage instead, and then it's like two <laughs> mana, and you you cast it with your lightning bolts, and you win. And you're like what? Right? Like you just bypass like the original card altogether by turning everything into two, two green cats with haste. So that's th- awesome. I think the haste is a mistake. I, I don't think they
2: should I, have added that haste part. I think the flavor, I, I think the haste on the cat is wrong. It should be yeah. vigilant on the cat. Uh huh, and then haste <laughs> on the dog.
0: <laughs> they should have the haste cats but running from the dog. <laughs> like, like,
2: honestly, they should, or, or they have some form of evasion or something like that, maybe, but like, dog should have had haste. I'm just saying. Uh, because then, like, 3-1 haster may not see, like, is, is, is actually better. Uh, that makes the card even dog.
1: more broken. You just increase the
2: power by 50%. <laughs> Yeah, but one toughness. So
0: <laughs> it is interesting that the only other version of this that we have is that like five minute white enchantment divine In something. Enchantment. yeah, Divine visitation. And that only works visitation. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. And that only works on creature tokens. So it is definitely a, a pretty big step up to work on non-creatures and give it haste. I, I'm also a little scared of like what this can do. It's just so easy to make things like treasures now. Like you're talking about that. I don't know, maybe this is actually, like, not just an interesting commander, but a really strong one, too.
2: I mean, yeah, definitely a very strong one. And in, in commander, this card is, like, absolutely correct.
0: Like it's I, so I, don't, I don't mind tokens.
1: it. Like, not creature tokens, just random tokens, right? It's
0: so easy. Yeah. Yeah, but I, and I, I, even can control it. Like you don't, if you want the mana, you don't have to turn them into cats or dogs. It's a may. So you, even if you need the mana, you can keep it. Like it's it's so it's so good.
2: Yeah. Now smothering tithe. You, you like it's just like, do you want to pay or do you want to give me <laughs> yeah. a threat? Still, still not paying. Still yeah. Not paying. <laughs> I I know, Seth. <laughs> I know. <laughs>
1: All right. Next up, a shadow of mortality. Thirteen black black. So yes, thirteen generic mana black black. Uh, a nice round 15 mana value. Uh, seven, seven creature avatar at rare. If your life total is less than your starting life total, this spell costs X less to cast where X is the difference.
2: I, I mean, this, this is amazing in modern, right? I think this is just wow. Perfect. Uh, and then of course, commander, I know your is going to want to play this, but, uh, like, <laughs> the big brain play is if anyone's willing to play dark confidant with this in their deck you know what i'm saying that that's what i want to see here but but like yeah like i i think this is like playable very very playable very good in modern um and probably like one of my top picks for modern and then i could also see it being played in uh historic because we also have death shadow there
0: yeah is it this dark confident actually sounds like a combo right like you reveal <laughs> this and take 15 and then you can actually cast it <laughs> It's that's like it was made to go together yeah yeah actually, i don't
2: know how you feel about the second copy that you flip, though you know what i mean like but, but
0: like <laughs> i think this card's bad honestly <laughs> well, i think it's bad i think people are like so i've heard people be hyped about it for death shadow I think it's, I think people are going to be disappointed once they try it. Because, like, the power of Death Shadow is you can get down to, like, 12 and play it as a 1-1 and then grow it as you need to throughout the game. I feel like the fact that you got to get down to, like, 7 or 8 before you can even think about casting this, and it caps out as a 7-7, like a vanilla 7-7, I actually am not. I don't know. I'm not sold on it in Death Shadow. I'm sold on it as a, a target for, like, Calibrated Blaster. You're yeah. Go. Like, just because of its mana cost. Like, I think for sure you play it there. But I'm, I'm, but I'm actually, like, kind of skeptical that it's going to work in Death Shadow. I was going to ask Grimm, like, was this for Death Shadow? Because it seems really bad.
1: It's, it's only a 7-7, seven think- seven and you need to get solo. Like, the, the problem with Death Shadow is, like, if you play a fair deck against them, you need to hit their life low but you don't want to turn on their death shadow, right? So you get them to like 13 and then you try to one-shot them. But one-shotting from like that high of a life total is hard. But if you're going down to seven, uh, it's actually very difficult, right, Uh, to stay alive. And also it's double black still, right? So you still have to pay two mana. Um, And it's just a worse death shadow. Like, do they even have room in the deck for more bad death shadows? So I actually don't think it's playable at all in death shadow, like, oh no? Maybe maybe, maybe monkey Monk or something. Like, I
2: don't know. I mean, like, like there's the creature suit right there. Monkey, Death Shadow. This, not Dark Confidant. Feel, and uh, like, I, like yeah, like I, I feel. I don't know. I think this is still pretty good. There. I mean, of course, there's Calibrated Blast for sure. It's very. It's that, gonna be sweet oh, there. Yeah. Uh, but it's a
0: staple in Calibrated Blast.
2: Depending on how much of a staple the card, the deck, Calibrated Blast is, but like, <laughs> yeah, like I, I think this is more likely to be played in Death Shadow.
0: I feel like that Shadow values consistency. Like, I right? think that's what well, makes Death Shadow so good, is consistency. And is I consistency. just feel like, I don't know, as as a Ghoul Tree lover, I don't know how many of you remember Ghoul Tree, when Ghoul Tree came out, I was like, oh boy, 10-10, and it can be one mana if I get some creatures in my graveyard. No one could play it, because it was just so inconsistent. So I worry that uh, th- this is going to be the same thing. I don't know if Death Shadow wants a card that they're going to top deck at ten life and be like, "Oh, I can't cast this." Like, I just I don't know if I don't know if that's worth it. I don't know if that's worth the risk. I mean, when you could just play a goy for a monkey or like something else that still you still, not, you still big,
2: play but... monkey right? Like, there's, there's you, you, this isn't yeah? replacing a monkey. This just gives you another threat, and it could be like Death Shadow's like five and six. It may not be a, a full play set, but I could see like two uh, two of these or something like that in the deck. Maybe maybe three. Of it's like popping off and to be honest with you it doesn't get fatal push so sweet <laughs> it
0: does it does line and up with removal well that
2: nice true, nice though. try to trying whatever that uh burning heat or whatever the the red spell is unholy weird. heat. unholy yeah. <laughs> heat this lives the past that so it actually dodges a good amount of important things
0: Eh, I'm not sold, but I think people will try it. My my guess is people try it, and then it quickly is removed from the deck as people find out it's not good enough. But I hope it makes it because it is a neat card.
1: My double lightning bolts will be ready for the <laughs> for the for the poor souls <laughs> that can't block, and they're like, yes, let me take the goyf hits down to six because <laughs> <laughs> they can't even cast their blocker. I, I think getting to twelve of life and casting your one one death shadow is the play, and if you need like. Death Shadow like you know five to twenty or something. You play like Ranger of EOS, you play the reanimation spells. Like there are many ways that they get more death shadows. I don't think we're desperate enough to to get this one. But we'll see how it goes. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong, and this is the better. It's it's playable with Luriscon though, so you know, it's good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, last card, tainted indulgence. Blue, black. So two mana value, instant, uncommon. Draw two cards, then discard a card unless there are five or more mana value cards uh, from among cards in
2: your graveyard. I I think this card is so good. This this card is so good. I, people are I think might not be fully appreciating it yet, and they're like, okay, so it's chart of course. But but like, legitimately, the fact that it's instant speed is all the world's difference, right? And then on top of that, uh, discarding has never been a bad thing. Uh and as I had mentioned Grixis like kind of like wanting to build or even Esper if you wanted to build a reanimator shell uh this could be a part of it like is like what you have this and faithful mending and standard combine those two together you'll have tons of ways to loot and throw away cards I don't know I'm 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 liking this and this can be good all the way back to modern I think it gets absurdly powerful in modern
0: and like I I, I don't know I mean I I think this is just very good Definitely a solid effect. I think I'm most high on it in Pioneer actually. It seems like a really nice upgrade for the Grease Fang decks that already play chart of course. And then this is just instant speed. And in Grease Fang, you're you don't ever care about actually drawing two of it. Like the upside is that you're discarding a card. You wanna be discarding a card. <laughs> you so the hope fact you that it's gonna be five hard types. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the fact like five types is a lot. I think that it's not gonna come up very often, but that's good if you wanna be discarding cards. So I definitely think it it has potential. And I mean it could up, I think, in some sort of reanimation deck, in uh, in modern as well. Like, faithful mending is there, and I think faithful mending's still better. But is additional copies? I, yeah. I think it's kind of shot. I mean, being instant speed is a really really nice upgrade.
2: I mean, you already had the the archon deck, right? Like, and that's Esper. So this is exactly going right into that. That can go just slot perfectly into that deck.
0: And you get around force Negation, casting it Speed, and like, it's kind of, it's nice. It's definitely a good card. I, I, I
1: think this it's really better than best good. Discard Outlet in Modern since they banned Faithless Looting? I don't because know if it's the best no way to discard cards. <laughs> like, what?
2: When, when you're thinking of like the colors of like maybe let's just say blue black, right? I think this adds, it's something different, right? Like, w- remember when Faithful Mending, whatever, it's Faithful Mending, right? Blue white. Was uh, yeah. it faithful, faithful mending? is the, no. just straight faithful up faithful mending. Yeah, yeah. Gay two, life. two, and two, and gain two. Right, like that. That card it it hadn't existed in the color pair, right? And I think this is just a solid, a, a new color pair to have uh, this kind of effect in.
0: I think it's. I think it's. I think it's good. It's definitely good. We'll see. Like, Charter Course doesn't really see much modern play anymore. I think this is a pretty meaningful upgrade over it, and like you said, there are, like, Archon Reanimator homes for it. So we'll see. Like, it's gonna be a matter of, like, what do you cut? How do you find room for it? Because I don't think you cut Faithful Mending. I think this would be no, like you don't extra cut the- copies of Faithful Mending. So I think the only question is like finding room for it. But I think it's of a power level where I think you can make it work. In Pioneer, I think it's even easier because you already play Charted Course. And then this is just like, it's a very strict upgrade, I think, over Charted Course for the decks that would play it, like the, the Greasebang decks. But I think it's got a shot in Modern, too. Like I think it's of a power level where you can play it in Modern.
1: We need faithless looting pack.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, this is so bad. Play to fa- Just put a card in your graveyard. I'm like interesting. People play faith. People play the faithless salvaging one, and that card's so bad. But That's I've the one that rebounds, right? The rebound one, yeah. Oh, but people play that in modern. Yeah. It is true with faithful looting. Uh, God. Like, people are s- <laughs> scraping the bottom of the barrel for these. Yeah, these looting effects. We well, we need, we need Krim, desperate ravings. It's your. Here it is. Here's the <laughs> oh, time. I, oh. <laughs>
2: I used to play that in Standard, and it was great. Right? I played that, too. It was awesome. <laughs> yeah, that card was actual gas, except for the one time it wasn't. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right. Uh, that's all the time we have for spoilers this week. Uh, so that's the main set. We still have Commander cards coming out, which we'll cover next week, maybe? question uh, mark. But yeah, you can check them out all on mtgpreviews.com.
0: I think we got time for a couple of fish mail. So, Richard... Fishmail mail us. Alright,
1: if you have questions, send them to at MG Goldfish with the hashtag MGFishmail, and we get to your questions on air. At say stuff. Recently it was announced that spectator mode will be added to Minecraft in the upcoming patch. Do you think this <laughs> old game just has the psy technology arena lacks <laughs> because arena was just hard coded <laughs> that way, or is it just minimizing spending?
2: I we just don't have the technology yet. So uh, this yeah. is this. I think Minecraft is just breaking new ground here. Uh first first game to do it.
1: What what do you spectate
2: in Minecraft? Probably other people's worlds. don't even worlds, know. Um and like what they're building, what they're up to. Uh like cuz it Minecraft actually has a pretty it would make a lot of sense, right? That that there would be a spectator mode. I'm surprised that didn't exist yet. But you know, oh, actually no, I, I I am I'm I'm not surprised that it didn't exist because the technology wasn't there until now
0: i mean maybe spectator mode made matters less now that we're going full force back into paper as far as doing uh pro tours and like competitive play so maybe that's the the workaround is like yeah if you don't use arena for competitive play you don't need spectator mode
1: <laughs> what about playing with friends how about like i watch you play you remember when hearthstone first launched you just dropped in on people and just watch them and then you laugh at I them mean, and you, you, you know, you're normal. Know yeah. Them. yeah. <laughs> right? Lol, lol, misplay. It's just a fun social experience, right? So I'm not sure, even like if you remove esports out of this altogether, I don't know why we can't have um, spectator mode. It'd be cool if I logged in. I'm like, hey, Saffron Alves playing ladder. Let me see what he's playing, right? Check in. Oh, hey, Seth, that's a cool deck. Can you send me your deck, right? Like, what's wrong? Like, I don't, isn't this how gaming works? Like, I don't. I don't understand. Yeah, and then I would buy cards because, like, Seth the show would be such a cool deck, right? <laughs> like, I would spend wild cards, like. So I'm not I mean, sure why that would
2: be.
0: That would be sweet.
2: I still think yeah, it's worthwhile I don't, I don't to know. get it on Arena, yep. despite like even at them talking about like paper competitive. I mean, I'm hoping there's still going to be arena tournaments, right? If there's still arena yeah. tournaments, like, like okay. I know that I believe, like, DreamHack is, like, like one of the places that you, like, used to go to, like, watch, like, Hearthstone tournaments, and they had it there, right? This is just easier for TOs and stuff like that if you just had a spectator mode instead of this weird makeshift got to somehow, you know, find your, your camera or your OBS screen, bring that up, and then, you know, like, it, it's just a hassle
0: they definitely should still add it like even with pro tours going back to paper like it's it's a travesty that we don't have a spectator mode so please wizards i mean if minecraft can do it you gotta think you gotta think that magic arena can do it all right
1: last question cryo saranis now that we have some hindsight which was more warping lure shadow shadow banning mana value two or greater or greater than two uh, in modern or Bone Crusher Giant shadow banning less than two toughness creatures at standard.
0: <laughs> I think it's modern. Yeah. I mean, nothing matches up to companions for their warping effect. Bone Crusher did have a big impact, but that's similar to like lightning bolt or other like we we always go through that where there's these like conditional removal spells that end up pushing some stuff out so that's not as weird to me as like what loris did to botter and so i think i gotta stick with loris too yeah loris changed like 15 years of card pool
1: right bone crusher giant affected one one standard right so yeah i I think luis is much much worse plus the economic impact look at all Add of all the money all the value of all those greater than
0: two mana value cards it's like so much <laughs> money that was <laughs> sidelined and couldn't be played <laughs> uh, yeah i'm surprised it's still legal and historic i thought they were just gonna get rid of it in historic too but loris lives in historic there and only there can you play. all right that was a pretty convincing <laughs> argument to not play historic okay <laughs>
1: psa for the day uh, it's actually so that's, not bad. There, it's actually <laughs> decent. All right, just give it a couple more sets. We need, we need more yeah, yeah, band yeah. of value. Less, than <laughs> t- less. Uh, so that's all the time we have for fish mail this week thank you to everyone who sent in their questions if you have questions in the future send them to at mtg goldfish with the hashtag mtg fish mail and we get to your
0: questions on air and i believe that brings us to the end of episode 377 of the mtg goldfish podcast so richard Grimm, thanks for hanging out thanks everyone for listening thanks to card conduit for supporting the show and we'll be back next week to talk about Streets New Capenna Commander Spoilers, and whatever else goes on in the world of magic. So until then, have a great week, everyone, and this is the crew signing out.